Welcome to the Beauty and Battle podcast, where we talk about winning in marriage by waging a war. I'm Jason Benham. I've got my girlfriend slash wife, Tori Benham, with me, and we are here to talk to you about how Satan tries to get you to fight face-to-face with your spouse, but God designed you to fight shoulder-to-shoulder against Satan so that you can win in your marriage. Fighting together draws you together. We cannot wait to jump in. So here we go. So today we're talking about the power of a circular relationship. <laughs> You're like, what the heck is that? That that reminds me of Ed Bassmaster when he's like, what the heck is that? Would you just look at that? <laughs> Would you just look, just at, look that? at that? You guys have to. <laughs> I think everybody that listens to our podcast knows Ed Bassmaster because you're our people. But if you don't, <laughs> just uh, go on YouTube, look up Ed Bassmaster, B-A-S-S, like the like the fish, Bassmaster. Um, just look at it. Just look at it. <laughs> you need to laugh. Oh, my gosh. He's also got one called Ugly Face where he goes into like Lowe's and all sorts of stores and stuff, and he's just talking like a normal dude, and all of a sudden he goes into this ugly face and just sits there for 15 seconds, and it's just this <laughs> uber awkward. So. He does it in Lowe's one time, and there's this the, the nicest guy is just staring at him, and then he does this ugly face and just stare, like looking just straight at him. And the guy's like, you good, man? <laughs> <laughs> you guys got it. So, so Google, so go YouTube, Ed Bassmaster, look at it and then ugly face mm-hmm. and, and thank us later. Okay. So we're talking about the power of a circular relationship. I'm going to relationship. I'm going to explain that um, in just a second. But before that, Tori has a song that she's like jonesing to play. Okay, so we're always doing we're doing a lot of country um, lately, and I wanted to switch it up a little bit. And I was thinking Smart. back to when we were dating, and actually before we even before we were dating, yeah. Um, in Connecticut, we used to go to my aunt and uncle's lake house, and it was just so many great memories at their lake house. And they always had James Taylor playing. Yeah. And so like this time of year, like spring around spring, mm-hmm. you know, there are like different times of year where you listen to different kinds of music. I always kind of like James Taylor around this time of year. Yeah. And so the song that I chose for this week is Carolina in my mind. Yeah. Which by James is, Taylor. It's the most famous James Taylor song of all. Yep. And now we live in Carolina. And so for us, when we go to Carolina in our mind, it's boom, takes it's, us back, takes us back. So play it for me, Tor. Very relaxing. Can you see the sunshine? Can't you just feel the moonshine? Tori, take your hand off my leg. Does that bring you back? It does. It does. Sometimes you just need songs that bring you back. Yeah. That's that's why I told you to get your hand off my leg. Jeez. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not even close to his leg. I promise you that. <laughs> I promise you that. Okay. Uh, nice song tour. Good choice. Thank you. I like it. It did bring me back to that uh, Connecticut lake. You know, the mm-hmm. kind of lakes where it's freezing cold even in August? Yep. That was that lake. So not the kind of thing that a Texas boy wanted to jump into. But I did it anyway. But it's absolutely beautiful. And do you remember we went for a canoe ride in that lake? Yeah, we did. Right at sunset. Mm-hmm. I knew Tori was in love with me then. <laughs> I knew she needed me. 
Okay, so let's let's jump into this. So um, we're talking about the power of a circular relationship. And what I mean by circular is one thing feeds another, then when that thing is fed, it feeds the other, and then when that thing is fed, it feeds the other, and it's just circular, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the fantastic book written by some friends of ours, Dr. Emerson Egrets and his wife Sarah, uh, called Love and Respect, and they call um, w- they call it the the energizing cycle mm. when a husband is receiving respect from his wife. He responds in love toward her. When she's receiving love from the husband, he responds with respect toward her. Yeah. And it's energizing. Energizing cycle. Yeah. Yes. So but but it's circular. Right. You know, it's it's one feeds the other. So it energi- the one energizes the other and you're just in this cycle. Yes. And so now I want to take that same picture mm-hmm. in your mind of one energizing the other and it just constantly makes it even better Keeps as it, it goes, going. Mm-hmm. goes in circles. Um with the power of presence. Now, we've talked a lot about this uh, in the past, and I've used this particular scripture, Psalm 100, verse 4, and we all know what it is when I start saying it. Enter his gates with thanksgiving thanksgiving, and his courts with praise. Okay, so God is talking, and he says, hey, listen, if you want my presence, Mm -hmm. here's what I need you to do. You need to thank me, and you need to praise me. Now, this verse says, enter my gates with thanksgiving. So if we're going to enter God's gates... And then his courts, it's a picture of the Old Testament temple. And, so, and in the Old Testament temple, in the Holy of Holies, uh, that's where God's presence was mm-hmm. in the Ark of the Covenant. And so his presence is in that room. But to get there, you have to enter the gates first, and then you have to get into the courts. So he's basically using a word picture here of, you can get my presence through two things. Thank me for what I've done and praise me for who I am. It's huge. Right? Yeah. Okay, so if we know that that's how we get God's presence and we're made in his image, we also need to understand that that's the way we get our spouse's presence as well. Mm-hmm. Girl and guy alike. Yeah. So, wife, you want your husband's full presence? Then try the same thing with him that you do with God. Now, he obviously is not God, but if you thank him for what he does and praise him for who he is. Mhm. Watch how your husband gives you his presence. Okay, husband, same to you. You want your wife's full presence, which women are t- t- typically more present than men from the get-go. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> but our brains are all sorts of different directions, you know, doing things. But if we want our wife's full presence, mm-hmm. if we want her to feel the priority, right? thank her for what she does, praise her for who she is. Mm-hmm. And you know the best way to say thank you it's what I try to teach our kids when Tori's mom makes us lunch like three Sundays a month. Mm-hmm. I'm not joking. Like three Sundays a month. Yep. Kristen Canador is making lunch for the whole family. Yeah. Like all of us. So I tell the kids, make sure you tell Nina. That's what they call her, Nina. Mm-hmm. Make sure you say thank you. But they all know the best way to say thank you. What is it, Tor? Help. Yeah. Yeah. Help clean up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do the dishes. Your actions, let your actions show it. That's exactly right. So men, you know, like you, you, you want your wife's full presence. Like you, you want to be with her. Yeah. Thank her for what she does. Praise her for who she is and let your gratitude be shown, not just by your words, but by your actions. Okay. So that's the one side. Okay. So if we're looking at this circular relationship, that's like half the circle. So it's gratitude and it's praise. Mm-hmm. Now, before we jump into the other side of the circle, 
I have to say it because Tori and I probably said it. I think this is like our 60th podcast or something, but I think probably at least 15 of those podcasts, we've talked about what happens when you express gratitude. Right. I think everybody knows it by now, but we're going to do a little cognitive loop therapy on you, which means we're just going to repeat it because the more we repeat it, the more you know it. Mm -hmm. When you express gratitude, when you feel gratitude and you express it, it releases oxytocin in your brain. Mm -hmm. And which, which chemical is that, Tor? The feel-good chemical? That one's the dopamine chemical. <laughs> no, they're both feel-good chemicals. They both feel good. Yes. The, the oxytocin is bonding, bonding chemical. And so when you express gratitude, when you feel it and you express it, the first chemical is oxytocin, bonding, and it feels good. Then dopamine comes. It is also a hormone. It's a chemical that's released into your body. That's primarily the feel-good chemical. So you got dopamine, you got oxytocin. So you're feeling good when you're feeling grateful. Right. And especially when you're expressing gratitude, you're feeling good and it's bonding you to that person that you're grateful for. And when you speak it, it releases the same two hormones in their brains, in, in their brain. They don't have two brains. Right. In their brain, dopamine and gratitude, and it bonds them to you. Mm-hmm. So that is a beautiful thing that happens together for, for, pe- for people. So gratitude. Yeah. And then also... You release dopamine. Yes. And dopamine, do you know what that one is? Yes, that's the feel-good chemical. Yes, that. Th- so dopamine makes you want more. Oh, that's, that's the true. nature of yeah. dopamine, and I so you I forgot something. So you're oh, so you know that's why it's released when you drink alcohol or you take drugs. Mm. It says, "I want more of this." That felt really good. I want more of it. Mm. And so it's also released when you are grateful, yeah. which helps you to get on that cycle of, oh, you know, it felt really good to be grateful. I should be grateful again because that felt really good. Yeah, that's a good point. And so when we're dating, we're naturally grateful. And, it, and it's kind of this cycle of mm-hmm. that felt really good to feel that way towards that person. And it kind of keeps this cycle going where you feel this energizing cycle of gratitude. Yeah. I like that. And yep. then oftentimes, you know, when life hits and it gets stressful or you're tired and you kind of get off of that train, that thankful train, um, you lose steam, you lose the motivation because you're not, you're not using it Yeah, and you're not releasing that dopamine that says, Oh, I, I like this. I want more of this. Yeah. And you know, uh, so, so dopamine, oxytocin, they're both chemicals that are released when you express gratitude. Do you know when else, um, dopamine is released? when you're pursuing something or someone. Mm-hmm. And that's why so many young men playing video games and who are doing this, this um, like, like they're in pursuit of something in this video game, you know, of like killing something or whatever. It's just releasing so much dopamine. And that's why, like what you said, Tor, it makes them crave more, mm-hmm. more and more and more. And now these dudes, they're not asking girls out. Yeah. Now we have so many girls that can't get a date because mm-hmm. homeboys are playing video games. Yeah. You know, so, but all of that can, when, when we recognize that our job as a spouse, girl to guy, guy to girl is to pursue the heart of our spouse. Right. We do that through gratitude. We do that through praise, thanks and praise. And the dopamine that's released does make you want more. Mm-hmm. So you continue to do it. Okay. So that's one half of the circle. Okay. The other half comes in the next verse. And I love this because in Psalm 104, it says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. But why would we do that? Well, verse five tells us why. 
because of the kind of person that God is. Mm. Look what it says, and I say person. God is not a person. He is a person, but he's a spirit. But look look what it says, who he is in verse 5. It says, for the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. Some verses say, and his loving kindness endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. And that's what jumped out to me. Mm. There's the circle. It's like, we thank him and praise him because of these things, these qualities that he has in his in his being, yeah. who he is. He's good. He's loving kind. He's yeah. got loving kindness and he's faithful. Because yeah. of that, we thank and praise him. The more mm. we thank and praise him, the more he shows himself as good and he shows off his loving kindness and he shows his faithfulness. And then that makes us thank and praise. You see how the circle goes right. with our relationship with God? Mm. Now pause that and just think, we're made in God's image, which means we have the same emotions that yes. he has. Yeah. Therefore, if we do the same things that he does mm-hmm. and we get the same responses that he gets, mm-hmm. the same will happen in our relationships. Mm-hmm. So God says, you want my presence? Thank me and praise me. Okay, when you do that, I'm going to show myself as good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show myself as loving kindness. I'm going to show myself as faithful. Now, he is all of those things. Yeah. But if we're not thanking and praising him and we're doing our own thing, we're not going to see these things. Mm. So he's showing these things. And the more he shows those things, the more we thank and praise him, the more we have the presence from each other. We we have God's presence, he has our presence and we grow in relationship. Yeah. So, let's just think about this for a second. If we apply this in our own relationship. So, if I apply this in my relationship with you, Tor, and what I need more than anything from you is thanks and praise, mm-hmm. right? And and I'll give you my presence. But what you need from me in order for you to thank me and praise me, what you need from me, you need me to be good. Mm-hmm. You need me to have loving kindness and you need me to be faithful. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if I'm those three things, and then you thank and praise me, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep being those things, and yeah. you're going to keep thanking and praising me. And then it's reversed as well. Yeah. I thank and praise you because you're good. Mm-hmm. You've got loving kindness, and you're faithful. And you see how the circle goes? Yeah, because it's just so full of hope. It's like you're. It's speaking it into existence. It's like you're yeah. so good. It's like yeah. I, okay, I'm. Gonna, I want to keep doing this. I want to be good. I want to. I want to honor you. I want to be faithful to you. And yeah. when you you're right that that confirmation and that gratitude, it speaks life to your spouse. Like I can do this. Yeah. I'm going to, I can do it. I've done it before. I'm going to keep doing this. And it feels energizing. It is energizing because it's so hopeful. Yeah. It's not hopeless where you feel like you can't do something. It's saying you can do something. Right. So let's look at each of these. So the, the three things, good, loving kindness and faithfulness, because mm. that's what we all want to have in our own relationships before we get to the thanks and praise. Okay, so good. You know what good means? So I'm I'm going like straight, like looking up definitions in the dictionary kind of thing. So good. Good is useful, advantageous, beneficial, pleasing, worthy to be desired or approved. Mm-hmm. So the, the, ask yourself, are you living a good life in your marriage? Like, are you being good? So ask yourself, is there anything I can do to be more useful to my spouse? Mm-hmm to be of more advantage to my spouse, mm. to be beneficial to my spouse, to be pleasing to my spouse, right? Like, seriously, really ask good. yourself that. Pardon the pun. Pardon the pun. <laughs> <laughs> Quality work. But, you know, I mean, seriously, I'll come home sometimes from a long day or whatever, and I'm looking at Tori, and she's peeling potatoes in the kitchen. And I know in that moment, I'm a terrible potato peeler. I mean, I will literally cut my finger off or I'll do something. <laughs> but you know what Tori really likes? She likes for me to sit on the other side of the, the island and just 
talk with her. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, that's honestly, it's beneficial to her. Right. Now, it would not be beneficial if I picked up the potatoes and started peeling them because I'm going to jack them up. True. It might be beneficial if I actually get good at peeling potatoes and then I could help. Mm. Right? I think I just need you to listen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's good. Mm -hmm. So we want to be good. How about loving kindness? Loving kindness consists of two things, tender and considerate. It's being tender and being considerate. Mm -hmm. So tender is very simple, and this is something that we dudes struggle with. Gentle, sensitive, showing concern. Mm -hmm. Jeez, I need to be more gentle. (laughs) But it's being gentle. Sensitive, you know, Mm -hmm. sensitive is is an important thing. Sensitive what it means is that I'm considering the feelings of my spouse. Mm-hmm. It's that I'm truly thinking about how you feel about something before yeah. I say it or do it. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's that that's what sensitivity is. And, and a woman can draw this out of a man when she says, uses her words carefully. It's not saying you are, you make, you're doing this to me and it's this character assassination, but it's like, I feel this way sometimes mm-hmm. when dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Right. And then that helps you to be tender and compassionate. And you're like, oh, I would hate for you to feel that way. Yes. I don't, don't want you to feel that way at all. And it kind of puts you into my corner. But if I yes. come at you, like you, you always, yeah. you are so dot, you know, it's speaking to your identity, yeah. your natural um, position is going to be a defensive one. That's a really good point for for you women out there. Get your husband in your corner by telling him how you feel. Right. Not just what he does. Yeah. And that will naturally make him go, okay. Now, it, it, at least if he's thinking as a healthy human being, well, I mean, I don't want you to feel that way. Yeah. I'm sorry I made you feel that way. Like, I don't want you to feel that way. And so that gets him in your corner. Um, so it's, it's being tender which is gentle, sensitive, showing concern, but it's also being considerate. It's preferring your spouse over yourself. You know, in a bad marriage, it's typically tyranny by the most selfish partner. Mm. So you you can see marriages like that when one spouse kind of has to get their way. Yeah. You know, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Mm-hmm. Or if daddy ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Yeah. Well, that's a terrible marriage. Right. Like it shouldn't be that because the that's- fear-driven marriage. Yeah. That's not loving kindness. Mm-hmm. It says that God shows loving kindness, which yeah. considerate is one of those things which he prefers. He's showing us how to prefer others. That's why Jesus washes the disciples' feet. He's literally going to die the next day, mm-hmm. and he's stooping down and washing dudes' feet, mm-hmm. like nasty, gross feet. And uh, so that's what consideration Servant leadership. Is. Yeah. So that's loving kindness. And then the, the third, faithfulness. Mm. So this isn't, this isn't just fidelity. We're not just talking about a monogamous monogamous marriage, so that goes without saying. So obviously, it means that this is also multiplication. So in the parable of the talents, when the first two faithful stewards came forward and they multiplied what they had been given, um, the master responds, "Well done, good and faithful servant." Yeah. So faithfulness is multiplication. It's the X factor, and God is the ultimate X factor, right? I mean, he's the he's the force multiplier. Anything that we do is multiplied when he's involved. Yeah. Just as an example, if I got to go speak somewhere or do something, I mean, I can get up there and I can talk, right? I can just do my thing and people can like learn something or whatever, depending on what it is. But if I really get in the spirit 
before I get up there. Mm-hmm. And if I really am honed in on on the folks that I'm speaking to and, and I'm really dialed in with the spirit, when I stand on stage, it's way different. Yeah, exactly. There's a difference between gifted and anointed. Mm. So God is the X factor. The Holy Spirit is the X factor. If that's the case, then we can be the X factor to our spouse. Mm. So um, it's, you know, the principle in the scripture is one can put a thousand to flight, two can put 10,000 to flight. Mm. When God puts two people together, it's the 10X factor. Yeah. So one to 1,000. So, oh, excuse me, 1,000 to 10,000 This is the 10X factor. Um, the horse horse pool in the Calgary Stampede, you know, they have this Calgary Stampede and they have this horse pool competition. There was two horses that ended up, the first place horse pulled 7,000 pounds. The second place horse pulled 6,000 pounds, mm-hmm. or it might be 8,000 and 7,000. And so the owners got together and they put these horses together and they said, hey, let's put them together and see how much they can pull. They pulled 30,000 yeah. pounds, which that's that's the multiplier. Yeah. That's the X factor. So when we're looking at faithfulness, we're talking about be the X factor for your spouse. If Tori's doing a project and I I come into the mix, mm-hmm. I need to be a force multiplier for her. Yeah, that's so good. You know, like mm-hmm. if I'm doing something and Tori comes into the mix, am I a force multiplier for her? Mm-hmm. For, is she a force multiplier for me? Yeah. So if we think like this, like I want to be a force multiplier for you. Yeah. I want to be somebody who's who's definitely beneficial to you. And that's the way that mm-hmm. when we're married, we can still um, pursue the heart of our spouse. Yeah. And it's a circular thing. So let's look at the verses again. Psalm 100, verse 4. Verse 4 says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. So it's thanksgiving and praise. Verse 5, why? Because he's good, he's got loving kindness and faithfulness. If you live like verse 5 and your spouse responds like verse 4, it inspires you to keep living like verse 5. Right, right. It inspires you to keep being good and loving kindness and faithfulness, and and then if your spouse is thanking and praising you, you're going to want to keep doing that. And then if your spouse is doing that, you're going to want to thank and praise them. That's what I'm talking about. The whole circular thing. Yeah, so that's so good. My encouragement for you would be take those two verses, Psalm 100, verse four and verse five, mm. incorporate that into your morning devos tomorrow or your evening devos tonight, and pray about it. God, what can I do? First, I want to thank and praise you. I want to thank yeah. you for who you are and praise you for what you've done. Thank you for bringing me my spouse. Mm-hmm. Lord, I thank you for giving him or her the the background and the family that you've given to them, whether it's good or bad, doesn't matter. God has done it and he's allowed it to happen so that you can become the person he wants you to be. And so thank him for that. Praise him for who he is. And then just consider what you can do to be good and show loving kindness and to be faithful for your spouse and then thank and praise your spouse. And, and just yeah. watch this circular energizing uh, movement happen. So good. That's I love it. it. That What's was awesome. You? So yes. I wanted to share before we go, um, Andy Woldriff, was that two weeks ago that we shared um, Zach and Andy Wildriff. with our people? Yeah. I think, was it, I two, think it was ago? two weeks ago? Yeah, I think so. And she shared her um, chicken parmesan recipe. Oh, yes. And, and I made it and it you loved it. You phenomenal. guys, it's really, really good. And Andy just sent me the reel. So I'm going to be sharing that oh, this week um, for the chicken parmesan. It Did is, she put orange peel in it? Yeah, zest. Oh, orange, orange zest. So zest. it has like a really unique flavor in it. It's so no, good. No, it's rock star. Yeah, we had we had it for like leftovers for probably four days and you ate it for lunch and dinner every yeah, day. I did. 
That's why I have a Twitch now, because I <laughs> ate it like a week later. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to eat chicken on the fourth day. Yeah, don't eat that yard bird seven days old. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was going to also share that I did it. I have this cauliflower breadcrumbs that I used instead of regular breadcrumbs to keep it a That's little good. healthier. Yeah. And it was so good, even yeah. not using the re- regular breadcrumbs. Cauliflower gives me explosive gas. So yeah, there was yeah. that. Tori enjoyed there was that. Definitely that. But <laughs> it's, it's called Cauli Crunch Taste of Italy by Ron Hill. You can get it. How do you spell Cauli? C A U L I. See, I wouldn't have known that. That sounds like Cali to me. What is Cali? Did I Go say Cali? Back to Cali. Cali. Cali, like cauliflower. Cauliflower, yeah. Cauli Crunch. But Cauli, you would think, is C-O-L-L-I-E, like a Cauli dog. Okay. That's a little too deep. Yeah, it is a little too deep. So it's Ron <laughs> Hill Cauli Crunch, Taste of Italy. And I got it from um, Whole Foods. I think you can get it on Amazon, too. But anyways, if you want to do a little healthier, substitute with the Cauli, Cauli uh, Crunch. Yeah. Cauli Crunch. That's, and I'm going to share that reel so you can see how she made it. Or you could do Captain Crunch. Mm, I don't know that that's going to be the healthier option, but that would be delicious. Now, there's nothing... A little little sweetness. And you guys all know how this feels. Like Captain Crunch was one of those cereals that if you ate too much of it, it literally destroyed the top of your mouth. Yeah. The roof of your mouth. But nothing like O's cereal does. O's. That is so true. Yeah. I got... So it's our kid's birthday... Yeah. month we call it march madness because all three of our kids have birthdays in march it is march madness so it's march madness and they so i always get them their favorite cereal for their birthday so i just sent trey you know at lipscomb i sent him a box of o's Did in he his eat it care package i heard him talking to ty he's like ty you gotta try this yeah so i'm assuming that's what he's talking about but anyways when I picked up the O's, I was like, I'm going to get one extra box. Oh, of course you did. And when you were I asleep. I didn't even know that you no, had No, you didn't because you were sound asleep. You're lightweight. I am a lightweight. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have an extra box of O's. But anyways, my mouth is destroyed by it. Oh, yeah. So in Hosea 4, 6, it says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. For Tori, her mouth is destroyed for too many O's. <laughs> was, How about that? That was really good, babe. You like that? All right. We're done. On that note, <laughs> oh, no, we'll no. see you guys next week. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Circular relationship. Go read those verses. Psalm 100 verse 5. Or excuse me. Verse 4 and verse 5. All right? All right. See you guys next week. All right. We'll see you guys. Uh, 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 uh.